All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Friday! I can't do it. I was going to say, I These don't are have locked power. on. We should have had a ball. Aaron, hit the lead. Uh, Buy us some time. That is, that is bad. Mm. Anyways, cheers. Happy Friday. Piss warm beer. Can you tell we're mailing it in? I, there was one cold one. I took it for myself. All right. Well, that's, that's a toe. It's kind of a dick move. I know. Well, anyways, 15 more shows to go. Yeah, I think. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day live from the Sports Closet studio. You can find them online at sportscloset.ca. We got new lights and they're too bright. Yeah, they hurt my eyes. I'm going full Bob McCowan. <laughs> also, it's Friday, so I feel like I can get I can get away with rocking shades on the show. Uh, welcome into the show, by the way. First off, Sports Closet is running a Father's Day sale. I saw it advertised on their Instagram and then I went to their website and I looked at everything they got. There's Oilers stuff on sale. You can go, Liam, fire it up. Go, go to it on your uh, the sports on your closet. Sportscloset.ca. Sportscloset. You can go see, you go hit the, they have a sales section once you scroll down a little bit. Ton of stuff that you can get marked down. I saw some Jays gear, a Ronaldo kit. Oh, a Jays hoodie, a shirt that says Stanley Cup playoffs and the Oilers in case you want to relive those memories. Those are fun. An Alfonso Davies jersey. Anyways, check out sportscloset.ca. You could get a John Tavares jersey for $175. Mm. Who says no? Probably me. The Islanders. Also the Islanders and their fans. <laughs> you remember that video of when he first went back and they interviewed Islanders fans and they were calling him like, pajama boy. Pajama. They like, were not happy. And stuff. Yeah, that was. Uh... Yeah, that was something. Anyways, uh, let's get into the YouTube chat. We're live on the Oilers Nation YouTube. Sergeant Battle has the first comment and it's in regards to our question of the day. Our Sherwood Ford giant offseason question of the day. There's rumors, there's rumblings, there's smoke. According to Darren Drager, the Oilers might be interested in Carolina Hurricanes defenseman Brett Pesci. And if I know anyone's excited, it's our pal Tyler Mulek. Mm -hmm. He is 
not just firmly on the Pesci train. He's conducting it. Captain he, Pesci. He's sitting at the front. He's trains don't have steering wheels. I don't think, but if uh, they did, Tyler Mulek's the one steering the Pesci train folks. Do trains have steering wheels? I, they follow the tracks. Yeah, they got to have steering wheels. Yeah, they got to have steering wheels to some extent. Well, let's Google that as well. Anyway, Sergeant Battles in. He says, who says no? Pesci retained a three and a half million for CC a 2024 first and Tyler Tulio. I will add this as context to that because you're on the right track, but maybe not quite on the right track in a few ways. The Oilers giving up their first for Brett Pesci on the right track. The Oilers finding a way to get Brett Pesci retained and giving up Tyler Tulio as collateral there. I also think you might be on the right track. Mm -hmm. Carolina taking Cody Cece and Carolina doing the retaining, maybe not quite on the right track. Yeah, I mean, I just think Carolina (laughs) is doing this to save money. So you would get a third team involved. You would send Pesci and Tulio to them. Then his money and Cece. So it's Tulio, Cece, and the one million of Pesci going to someone. Mm They get CC. They got to eat some money, but they get CC for free, more or less. A first goes to Carolina. Pesci comes to Edmonton. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. I think the, the thing for the Oilers is, is they want to, f- we've spoke about this, right? They don't want to just give up on Cody CC for, for the sake of giving mm-hmm. up for him, right? You need to find an upgrade in CC, and Pesci can probably be that guy. He's never, yeah, sorry, he's played with, you know, higher end guys. What are you chuckling at? I like Pesci. I also yeah. like the comment that says when we couldn't open our beers, embarrassing boys should be opening them with your eye sockets. I did that on a show once and very subtly some people saw it. You did it with your eye? I I attempted to, yeah. That's you can uh, just tuck it right onto your socket here. and it... uh, Tyler Mulek says, let's go boys. Can you consume that on a stream per YouTube guidelines? I don't know. No, I don't read the guidelines. I have. We've done it before. Yeah, they used to do it on the radio. Yeah, they did. When uh, the Sobies sing. Connor Halley's going to join us in 10 yes. minutes time. Speaking of the radio. Yeah, this is just our edition of it. Uh, Dayton says, it's Friday afternoon. Tyler's got the hangover glasses on already. Hey, <laughs> just getting my eyes ready for the weekend, I guess, even though I'm not having an intense weekend whatsoever. Are you? Um, well, my Sunday will be intense. I got the US Open in the morning. We have it on right now. We do have it on right now. So that'd be a great Wyndham Sunday. Clark still in the lead nine under. Canadian Grand Prix starts at noon. Skirt, skirt. Yep. They have steering wheels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Firm>. <laughs> and then Canada plays the U.S. in the CONCACAF Nations League final mm-hmm. as they look to win their first trophy since 2000. So all that on Sunday. So Sunday will be a busy one. I'll probably have a few more Bud Lizzie's going there. And there you go. Chad is wondering, yeah, honestly, you can't go wrong. With no. a Sunday full of sports and a couple cold beers. It's great. That's my favorite part of what NFL season is. Just at 11 a.m., you crack a beer, gamble. And it's Father's Day, obviously. Oh, yeah. But my dad is in Seattle watching the Mariners versus the White Sox. You want to come hang out with my dad? <laughs> yes. He did call me Bud once. So that he was did call you Bud once. That's yeah, a good, that that's great big. point. That's big. Yeah, never called me Bud. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Tyler Mulek's in. Yes, Pesci, conductor. And then he adds, they have levers. Trains made. We could Google this. I did Google it. Okay. Actually, the first thing that came up was do trains have wheels. It says trains tip. Oh, I said wheels. They, steering they wheels. wheels. Steering wheels. Do trains have steering wheels? Unlike wheels on a car and other vehicles, train wheels to keep on the tracks. And they, yep. No there, steering no wheel. No steering wheel. Crazy. Bag milk, no steering wheel. Trains don't have steering wheels. 
Oh, yeah. We're learning a lot. Um, we're also learning. I'll try to keep this on track a little bit here about Brett Pesci. Yes. Like you said, he's he is right shot at home in short, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's the kind of impact he could have on this blue line. And we saw. We saw him. Uh, we saw what Ekholm did for Bouchard. And I really think Pesci could. And it's not an apples to apples comparison. Pesci could do that in a way for Nurse, I think. I think getting a significant upgrade on that right side, rounding out the top four, giving Nurse a partner who's very responsible in his own end could allow Darnell Nurse to do what Darnell Nurse does best. I think so too. And I I, I think the Oilers managed to find that bit more of a balance with Nurse last season, bringing in Ekholm and you take away the offensive responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, Nurse, we just need you when we're trailing. Game or we're leading in games to mm-hmm. hold it down. Now, if you can find the perfect recipe of that, finding a Brad Pesci mm-hmm. like Cody CC is supposed to be and kind of was in his first year with him, then you can kind of unleash Nurse a little bit more and the pressure is relieved from him because yeah. that's what Nurse he, he does it to himself half the time, right? With his mistakes that yeah. he does. But yeah, if so. you can get someone who's a bit more responsible next to him, I think that would, I think it'd be a massive help for him. But saying that, I think Nurse had a career year this season too. So 40-some points? Yeah, like, he, he's Weird. right there, yeah. But I think Pesci makes his team better. And if, his cap hit's not even that bad, right? Like, 4.25 or something? 4.025. Yes. Yeah. UFA at the end of the season, but you cross that bridge when you get there because you're in win-now mode. I think a first-round pick for Pesci feels like decent value. First-round pick? Like, he's somewhere between Kulak and Ekholm in terms of the value you've got to give up, right? I or think, is it more? Is it that much more? I don't know if it's that I, much more. I don't think it's that much more. I don't know. Like, it's hard to say, isn't it? I think if you can give up CC a pick and a prospect, I, w- I don't know if you would need to give up a first. And and the prospect is mainly to make the money work kind of thing, or CC is to make the money work, whatever you yeah. need. Yeah. However you need to convince yourself of it. I think that's so you add the extra value to it, so you don't yeah. have to give up a first, because then the others would like to have their first for next trade deadline. Probably to an extent, but yeah. at the same time, if you go get Brett Pesci... What do you really need to add at the deadline? Talking about maybe a right, yeah. a right winger, right? You're talking about a yeah. winger. And you we'll can get those see. guys for less than a first. Yeah, we'll see what's available, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe that's kind of okay. play by what you got at the moment. So let's do the Short Ford Giant offseason question. Brought to you by Short Ford, the Giant. Throughout the month of June, when you go make a donation to the... When you go do a test drive at Short Ford, they make the donation to the Strathcona Community Hospital Foundation. Uh, check them out. Short Ford, the Giant. What's the most you'd give up? Okay, so first round pick. You're good at it? Yes? To first, give. first in CC. You're good at that cost so far for Pesci. Uh, no. You're, you wouldn't give up a first and CC for Pesci. No, I feel like that's a lot. I would give up first a CC and a second. I wouldn't go for my first for a Pesci. So CC and a second. Yeah. Put, it, put a poll in the chat. Would okay. you trade? Would you sacrifice the first round pick for Brett Pesci? Okay. I would. And I think I'd go even a step further. Okay, so first, would you give up a first round? Man, if you're getting like, he's a good player. Maybe I'm undervaluing him, but I, I don't know. I just think CC could go to, we've seen players go to Carolina and do well from the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Would you give up a first round pick for Pesci? There you go. Question is Vote in the YouTube there. chat. Uh, Tyler Mulek said, yes, very happy with a first and CC. Riley says so easily. Parallax agrees with you, though. Keep your first for the deadline. Dangerous Wade says, why would Carolina want to give him up? I think that's a fair question. But when you look at their blue line, Slavin, Burns, 
Brady Shea, guy like Jalen Chatfield took a good step forward there as well. They got some interesting prospects coming up through their system. And also, I mean, they're not up against the cap. That's not a fair way to put it. They have some space, although they need to get two new goalies. But there's just always that talk that they want to go grab a star, right? Uh, Should we be considering Kylie Yamamoto in this at all? Just in the sense of Carolina love to work hard. Yeah, he'd fit in there. Yamamoto would seem like a, a pretty decent fit for it, a guy with some upside, but maybe Carolina doesn't want to do it again after the upside of the last play they got from the others. That's a good point as well. So Yamamoto, a first, and I don't know, Nimalainen, like <laughs> Yeah, maybe someone like that. I wouldn't give up like a too high of a prospect. Someone kind of... You know, 71% saying they would give up a first for Pesci. Someone else said it's because they can't afford him. And yeah, like they're not going to be able to resign him. So they probably go take a stab at moving him now when his value is high. They get a first. They can use that first to go get whatever. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Jeremy says throw in Yamo. It's interesting. A short for giant offseason question for the day. What's the most you'd give up for Brett Pesci? And it evolved into would you give up a first round pick for Brett Pesci? Um, yeah. Interesting debate. We talked a lot about going to get a high-end forward here. Like, cost is the same. Pesci or Konechny, you can only add one. <sighs> That's a tough one, man. I Honestly, I would, the more I thought about this after we spoke about Konechny, he would be my dream target for the summer, but I mm-hmm. think the realistic one is Pesci, and I think there is value on the market for a right winger in the top six. I don't think there's a value out there that's the same as Pesci. Megabird brings up the idea of sending Fogel back to Carolina and Elliot Friedman had a little bit on that saying the Oilers are actually struggling with the fact they may have to move Warren Fogel yeah. and there may be teams interested in Warren Fogel. That's interesting because if you mm-hmm. can bring back Clem Costin and then use that extra mill that you're going to save or mill 1.5, 1.25 by going from Fogel down to Costin on your third line, sprinkle that somewhere else. I, I don't want to trade Fogel either. I want to see how contract year Fogel performs, but I wonder if the Oilers want to try Holloway as a sentiment this season full time. Cause right now they if you lose Bukestad, which is seems likely. fairly likely. Yeah. You have McLeod as your third line center, then you have Holloway as your fourth line center, and then your left wing is Fogel Klim. Right wing mm-hmm. would be whatever else there is. Yeah, Mark Ryan. That's your bottom six. Kind of makes sense. It does, yeah. Interesting stuff. Let's debate it a little bit more on our Star Mechanical guest line. Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating com- heating company. You can find them at starmechanical.ca. Connor Halley swinging by. You knew him through the regular season as the host of Oilers Nation after dark. Mm. Connor, what's going on? Nothing crazy happening in uh, in your life recently, right? Just been no. pretty quiet on the personal front? Ty, Liam, yeah, just pretty laid back. Same old, same old, hanging out. So, yeah, yeah, nothing too major on my front. How are you guys doing? Great, I guess. Uh, but I want this is about you, Connor. I, okay. I, in a sick way, got a chuckle when you texted me and said, "Found out on Twitter." And it's like, man, how many times do we sit here and do the whole like, isn't it weird when players find out they get traded on Twitter? But anyways, <laughs> just maybe give us some thoughts. I know you've done it on Twitter and all of that as well. But I mean, just a shitty time, man. I mean, you know my connection to the radio station. Obviously, it just it sucks that it ended so abruptly, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean, to be fair, I, I did miss a few phone calls that morning. So I was tried to, uh, people did try to inform me in the correct manner, but I missed it. Woke up. Yeah, saw a Twitter DM saying, oh, sorry, man. 
thought like, okay, this guy doesn't know my family. So there's not a death in the family. This must be something that's public. It's got to be 1260. And yeah, I mean, that's just the way it goes in that business, Ty. You know that anytime someone's let go or, you know, a station is to go under the way it did, it, it's going to be abrupt. They don't give you the two week warning, which is unfortunate, but that is part of the biz. But yeah, it, it was a great 15 years for me. I was there way back Ooh, when it was yeah. the team 1260 and we turned into TSN 1260. Uh, everyone in that building's fantastic. Nothing but good memories to come from it. And, you know, we, we were hanging out after uh, kind of the current crew there at 1260 and everyone's got plans. Everyone's got things they want to go on yeah. to do next. So it, it's going to be really cool to see what happens right now. And just the, the amount of support we've got from, you know, you, you guys out at Oilers Nation and everyone out there that tuned into the show and the station. It's been fantastic. It's, it's I kind of said it in that little farewell we did with Gregor and Struddy yesterday. Like, it's weird that everyone knows that you're out of a job and the station went under, which is kind of awkward. But at the same time, you get so much love from people and support. So, yeah, it's been a very interesting couple of days starting to set in now. Um, I'm trying to pick up a few hobbies before we get back into it. I, we've got some big things coming. But, yeah, it's been a, it's been a weird couple of days. It is kind of weird too, like from a listener's perspective, like a, a lot of people are blindsided by it, but like you talked about, like everyone at 1260 has plans. Cause like, let's be honest. No, every yeah. other TSN in Canada has more or less been shut down now. 1260. We were one of the last ones standing, like as of three years ago, it wasn't like, yeah. you know, a, it was a blindside in the moment, but it wasn't like a unbelievable, inconceivable thing. So it's good to hear that like yourself and all those guys, Dusty and them, like everyone had their plan kind of sitting in their back pocket. Yeah, for sure. Like like you mentioned, uh, TSN Vancouver, was Winnipeg, Hamilton, a couple of years yeah. ago went down. Uh, we were the the last one out west. So it was kind of just waiting that, you know, it, it could always be a potential thing that's going to happen. And, you know, a little quicker than we thought it would. We thought we were in a good position, but uh, decisions were made. And like you said, uh, everyone there has so much going on. Obviously, Dustin Nielsen's crushing it with the podcast. 38 and- podcasts is the latest count. <laughs> that sounds low. There, there might be more coming. Uh, yeah, Tom's got things he's working on. Uh, talking to Awanek and Eric, they've got some things. Jeff Walker's going to be, uh, I'm sure, looking for some some work and, and find a good spot for him. Uh, but yeah, it, surprised. But that's kind of the radio business, right? I'm sure you yeah. heard that, Ty. Like when you get in, like, I mean, you're hired to be fired. Uh, great job, tough industry. It's it's just kind of the way it works sometimes. It's yeah. kind of just wild how long everybody worked at 1264 oh man like, like yeah, you were you, you were the longest years? standing though right uh well gregor technically would have been there longer because yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like up about 20 he used to do the i think 10 to 1 a.m show so he'd get post-game cool. coverage uh yeah he's been there for a long time uh, i i think i would have been 15 years at the end of july so awanik was around 13 14 years eric's been there for a long time it, it, we had a good steady crew. I guess low tide as well. He was in sales before getting yeah, back on air. Good. Right. So he if was in the building, in the whole building low tide is there for like 40 years almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Um, oh yeah. And I, I left low tide out low tides, obviously doing good things with the athletic and JMO's I'm sure going to have a bunch of opportunities. So yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. And it, it was a longstanding crew tie. Like you were, you and Hernan, you kind of, were there for a long time and, you know, made great decisions uh, for your careers to, you know, find new opportunities. But other than that, it's been kind of a, a stable crew for a long time. Yeah. Super tight knit crew. That's what, that was the toughest part about leaving too, is I was in there. I was like, man, like career wise, it makes sense, but like going to miss the boys. And then it was great to hear that. Like you guys, for the most part, we're all able to get together that day and drink it up at, a, at your local Boston pizza. I heard, which is also great tie in a sponsor. Love it. Oh yeah. No, no doubt. We have to end up with BPs. Everyone was stoked with that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk some Oilers then, Connor Halley. Uh, sure. 
you heard us ask the question, Pesci or Konechny? And I guess it's a bigger philosophical question for the Oilers offseason of, should Ken Holland prioritize a big splash on D, a big splash on right wing, or should he just keep his powder dry, as our pal Lotide would say? I mean, if it's between the two, I think Pesci would be the one I would like. A guy who's played in Carolina, you know, strong defensive team. Uh, On the flip side, I wonder, would they be willing to make that move? I mean, Obviously, I know he is going to be a free agent after this upcoming season, but a guy who spent his whole career there, I said, read some, some reports that he said he wanted to continue to play there. So I wonder if they might find some middle ground there. Uh, connecting, on the other hand, I mean, Philadelphia Flyers look like they're trying to blow it up and make some moves. I don't know if it's the biggest need for the Oilers. Of course, they did lead the league in goals scored last season. I know power play uh, merchants t- turn was thrown around there. So maybe he could help you out five on five. Uh, but I, I think Pesci would be the way to go. If you can add a guy in the off season and have him for 82 plus whatever you get to in the playoffs, I think that's always the route to go, especially if you are going to give up a first round pick. Um, you'd rather have for the full season rather than that rental down the stretch and see what happens. Not that, you know, it didn't work out well from a TSX home, but a guy who had terms, a little bit different scenario. But I think if, if it's me uh, and you're able to lure Pesci out of Carolina, that's probably the route I would go. And, you know, if it's going to cost you a first, that's okay. The Oilers are in the win now window. You got to start to find those ways. Be aggressive. Ken Holland's already done that, so that's the route I would go. What, would you give up a first for for Pesci then, or would you try and hold on to it until the deadline? I mean, I guess ideally, yeah, try to hang on to it. But if if that's where it's going to be and that's what it's going to take, I, I think I make the move. And I know it's you'd love to have that in your back pocket at the deadline in case something pops up. But I think that if that's what it is going to take and that's going to improve your blue line, maybe you have to send Cody CC out the other way. Uh, you get a top four defenseman like him. And I think, Ty, you said it there. Like you, you worry about the negotiations at the end of the season for the contract if you're going to bring them back. But you load this roster up. We know that. This team feels like they're on the verge of winning uh, a little bit of better goaltending, maybe a little bit more discipline in certain situations. This team, I mean, after seeing Vegas go on the run and how close the Oilers were in those games, you know, minus the gaps of the second period in games five and six, like this, this team seems like they're close. So I think it's time to be aggressive. It's time to go all in. And if it's going to cost you a first round pick, you just have to make that move. Here's the counter argument from Christopher Palmer on this. He says, we have D. We have a lack of right shot forwards. Konechny's a must, Pesci's a one. I actually think that's an interesting counter argument to all this because the Oilers blue line as constructed, I've said this a few times now, it will get them to the playoffs. Yes. It's fine. It's gotten them to the conference finals, more or less. Mm-hmm. 82 games of Matias. Ekholm's also going to make their blue line better. Like when you look at the way they're slotted one through seven right now, it's like that's seven everyday NHL guys if you count Broberg in the mix there, right? When you look at the right side of the forward group, Hyman, Slash Kane, whichever one you're going to play on that right side, because they usually only play one of them. They don't like flipping both. So you got one of Hyman or Kane. Yamamoto is going to be a cap casualty. Mm -hmm. So then it goes Derek Ryan and Matthias Yanmark if you re-sign them. There's like nothing on that right side right now in terms of forward depth. And granted, it's an easier position to fill in free agency and things like that. So maybe you could just get a Connor Brown and somehow find a way to make the play work there. But I don't know, maybe... Maybe finding more scoring, as weird as this is for a team that seemingly scores at will, maybe finding more scoring for the right side is actually the need, not the want, even though on the surface you think it's the other way, you know? A young guy, unproven, uh, but in the Oilers system, could Rafael Lavoie be a guy who jumps up into the right side at some point? I don't know how high you guys are on him, but we had heard some pretty good reports from Bakersfield you know, that he was starting to trend in the right direction. I totally understand that. I mean. 
oh. did come on the power play. So if Konechny could help your right side out five on five, hundred percent. I mean, that, that's certainly a name that I think a lot of Oilers fans would love. Yeah, totally. Um, we have people in the chat saying trade Jack Campbell. You know the rules. If you say trade Jack Campbell, you get put in timeout for 300 seconds. There is absolutely uh, none of that <laughs> stuff. When you uh, look around the league a little bit, Connor, maybe we'll stay like in the Western Conference. You can answer whatever you want. What team around the league are you watching this offseason and going like, shit's going down there. I, I want to be turning on alerts for their Twitter account because I want to know when things are happening. Like for me, I look at Winnipeg and I go one, two, three, four. They have four like a level assets. Maybe Wheeler's not quite in that level, but a couple of a plus level assets. Mm-hmm. And if they blow that thing up, it's going to be beautiful to watch. Uh, wh- who's the team you're looking at and going like, I, I, I want to keep an eye on that. You know, when you said it, that was exactly that came to mind. I mean, Connor Hellebuck, obviously, the, the haul that he could receive if, if he's moved on uh, from Winnipeg. I like Pierre-Luc Dubois, another guy who I, I think that they're going to move on from. It seems like he's not happy. And it, he seems almost inevitably that he's going to end up in Montreal. As soon as yeah. he gets a chance to hit free agency, get it done. I mean, if you're Winnipeg, maybe you just speed up the process and at least get something back for it. I mean, there, there's other teams I am intrigued by maybe teams that aren't necessarily going to blow it up, but for whatever reason, I want to see what Chicago does with, you know, eventually getting their guy there in Connor Bedard, where they're going to spend the money. Are they going to try to, you know, bring in some bigger names to maybe help them out? But you know, that that's the team that's kind of a different category that I'll be watching, but yeah, Winnipeg for sure. Um, what, what are they going to do? Because they have a chance to, to totally tank here. And I, I know there's maybe not that Connor Bedard prospect coming up in the next couple of years, but there's going to be some great players in the draft. So uh, maybe seeing them throw, throw away some players would be interesting for sure. Where do you guys think Connor Hellbuck ends up? LA. I don't know. Did you see Jonathan Willis's tweet this morning? That was very intriguing. He, he, Put a disclaimer that it would never happen, but if the Oilers bought out Jack Campbell and got 50% retained on Connor Hellebuck, the Oilers would save 400K. It would never happen, but that's a nice little hypothetical to throw out there. Listen, Connor Hellebuck, American-born player. I know the Oilers have an American-born goalie in Jack Campbell, but Connor Hellebuck, American-born, about to hit unrestricted free agency, not just a number one, a Vesna-caliber goalie, that dude signing in a big American market. Like, let's not kid ourselves. He doesn't want to play or live in Edmonton. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, what about... Yeah, LA just feels so obvious, doesn't it? So obvious. Big market, sunny, contender. He's going there. What do you think, Connor? I mean, I love that for my football team. Los <laughs> Angeles, go play there. Mm-hmm. Big media market for the hockey team. Not quite as sold mm-hmm. on that one. Um yeah, in the back of my mind, you guys, I I really wanted Bedard to go to the Ducks. I wanted to see Austin Matthews be like, hey, I'll, I'll go join him in Anaheim. I'll, I'll go play in Southern California. And then maybe they are a team. I know they have their goaltender in place. But yeah, L.A. would make, make a lot of sense. Get out of the, the cold, dark Winnipeg in the winter and go down to sunny California. I think that would be a, a great fit. And that would certainly add a little more intrigue to the Pacific Division because it's going to be a fun race next year. Uh, if, if he is a 10 up there in the future, I think that'd be a, a cool fit there. Um, yeah, let's hope it doesn't happen though. We don't need this specific getting any tougher. Christopher Palmer said, uh, what about Carolina? And actually, I mean, they have all their first rounders for the next three years. They have an extra second rounder next year, as well as their own for the next three years. If they're going to sit there, if you move Pesci for a first mm-hmm. and then trade your first for Hellebuck, I mean, you have to add more on top of that, but like get some assets for Pesci is what I'm saying. And then kind of add and flip those assets for Hellebuck. You're probably a much better team if you're Carolina. So maybe Carolina makes sense for Hellebuck too. What about the Vegas Golden Knights? 
No, they, they can afford it. Why not? You get 50% retained. Yeah, okay, that changes it, I guess. You're and, right. and they're like, hey, we'd rather pay Connor Hallibuck in a year than have to pay Aiden Hill, whatever he's going to end up getting, right? I don't think it'll be too crazy for Hill, but like... They don't have the can, assets, though, do they? They have all their first-round picks and half their teams from Manitoba. So <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Send yeah. him home. Man. Yeah. Send him home. I was thinking, like, because they have Logan Thompson for, like, 760K. Yeah, that is pretty good. Man, if you started shopping, like, if you're the Golden Knights and you wanted to bring back Hill... Or maybe like you use Logan Thompson as a trade chip to get assets. How many contenders would pay out the nose to get Logan Thompson at 760K for two more years? That's crazy value. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is is kind of a kind of a name I really thought about, but that the value is just everything for him, isn't it? He was an all star this year. He was. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stuart Skinner were the two Pacific Division all star goalies. Um, all right, Connor, that's enough hockey. Uh, how are your Chargers looking? Are you excited? Mini camps underway. Oh yeah, uh, Ty, I can't wait to see what the Chargers roll out there. Uh, I don't think anyone cares, but Quinton Johnston's looking like a beast. The receiver out of TCU. I think we're going to get some some sets lined up with he, Donald Parham, Mike Williams. You know, six four and taller could be great in the red zone. Justin Herbert's got to get that new contract looked after, and J.C. Jackson, the big free agent acquisition last year, he's getting back to uh, his own old self. It looks like he's healthier. So yeah, I think the uh, the Chargers. I think we're going to be back, man. Watch out in Buffalo. I know you guys got Leonard Floyd and uh, Chargers fans wanted him, but it's going to be something. Is Stefan Diggs? Is it all cool, Odin? Yeah, I think, he's just, I think he's just being a diva, man. Like, that's just who <laughs> Stefan Diggs is, right? He likes the attention. If it doesn't go his way, he's going to be a bit of a piss baby about it. Like, I firmly think they're fine. Josh Allen's doing the media PR tour now, posting yeah. like every photo of the two of them together, being like, that's my brother. So, like, yeah, I think they're all good. Uh, your, where are your Chargers? Man, they're down a little bit in terms of Super Bowl odds 28 to 1. They're lower than the Jags on Betway, Connor. Ooh. Well, you know what happened last year with the Jags. That's, that's fair. That's fair. The Jags Jags uh, came back, knocked them out of the playoffs. That's a good odds, though. Like, that's that's worth throwing a couple bucks down. I mean, the payouts there, the odds, you know, better than that, I'll tell you. That just seems like they're just trying to, you know, 
play some games with the Chargers. They're, they're, the odds are going to be much better than that by like week five. So get in now. I actually do think it's a great bet. Mm-hmm. Your Detroit Lions have better odds. Because we're the best. Alpha plays have been suspended through gambling. <laughs> oh, makes sense. Throw, throw a little coin on yeah, They already did. So, hey, let's uh, let's make some progression. Right. Lions, uh, Lions are winning that division this year. Look well, out. Who's in there? Uh, it's Green Bay who stink. They Minnesota who also stink. Ah. And the Chicago Bears who stink. Yeah. So the Lions, Jared Goff is going to guide the Detroit Lions through a, a division I, championship. He just might. Jared Goff was so damn good. Like the last eight weeks of the season, his touchdown to interception ratio was unbelievable. Like he was ball management was big for them and they looked good. Dan Campbell. I mean, is there a more entertaining head coach than Dan Campbell? If realistically the lions might be like the third or fourth best team in the NFC this year, Philly, San Francisco will be good. Cowboys. We'll see. Giants will see. Like, there's just a few teams that like you don't really know, yeah. and everyone else kind of stinks. Super Bowl, Maybe. Super Bowl bound. <laughs> the yeah. NFC sucks. I mean, God, the quarterback. Did you see the quarterback rankings they did there? It's like Jalen Hurts, and then it's just Derek, Derek Carr, Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff. Like it drops off. Then you go to the AFC, and it's just unbelievable. Future Hall of Famers, uh, littered. Also, Liam, I just got to say, I like that shirt. Uh, what a game last night for Canada. I know. Did uh, did you guys see? By chance? What happened? What happened? So Canada played Panama and in Vegas, actually. And mm-hmm. the winner went to the Nations League final and Canada just just smoked him. The final was two nothing, but Canada basically didn't give up anything and dominated that way to the final. Now they play the U.S. on Sunday and the U.S. game was absolutely chaotic. They played Mexico. So the game was suspended due to bad chance from the Mexican fans, which they did also when they were in Edmonton playing Canada. There was four red cards, literally a fight on the field, and nine yellow cards. Uh, there's a there was a there was a player coming down, and the Mexican player literally just kicked his leg, just just a full on swing kicked his leg, and just started this whole scuffle. And it was there was a picture of Weston McKinney, and his jersey just ripped in half. It was crazy. And the U.S. will be down two players, right? Because yeah. there are a bunch of red cards handed out in that one. So yeah, that, like two of their very good players. One plays for Barcelona and one plays for Juventus. So yeah. <laughs> good for Canada. Yeah. So I think Canada, <laughs> they they might get a trophy on Sunday for the first time since 2000 when they won the Gold Cup. So a good, good time for Canadian yeah. sports. Golf is buzzing. I don't know how uh, my boy Mac Hughes is doing today at the U.S. Open, but golf is buzzing as of late. Footies on the climb. Obviously, the women set the tone there, and the men are starting to play catch up as well. So Canada's slowly becoming a soccer nation. Like mm-hmm. it's a good time, Connor. I mean, you're a guy who obviously follows like every kind of sport. Like it to see Canadians in the mix for more than just what they traditionally do is great. Yeah, I mean Jamal Murray, another one there picks up hey, a, there a ring with the Denver Nuggets. Oh. That was good. Um, the I mean, we were kind of talking about it, you know on the show a couple of days ago, RIP uh, who's like the favorite Canadian Olympian is right now. And like Penny Alexiak, she's 23 years old and she has the most uh, Olympic medals by a Canadian. Uh, I think summer Macintosh on the swimming theme is another one who's 16 years old, which is going to be an absolute beast in the water at the upcoming Olympic games. So yeah, it's, it's good right now for Canada and like the non-traditional sports, not just hockey. We're starting to see some superstars and just going back to that game. It was uh, David and Davies, the goal scorer. So nice to see your big time players stepping up in a big game. Uh, it's going to be fun on Sunday. Mm. All right, Con. Thanks for hopping on, man. It was good to catch up with you. Yeah, anytime, guys. Thank you. 
There you go. Connor Halley on the Star Mechanical guest line. StarMechanical.ca, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. Let's move along with Joe. We kind of did the Betway Other Sports Report there, so that's nice. That's good to knock that out uh, nice and early in the show today. But let's do our player grade for Star Mechanical today, Mm -hmm. Liam. It's It's a big one. We've only got a few left. Well, usually the Facebook comments aren't popping off, but I see they are today. Mm -hmm. They don't know the rule. The rule is if you talk about Nuge getting traded, you get banned. So tough break for a few of you in that chat. Here's the thing. Before we grade Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you need to know this. He has a no movement clause. He committed here for eight years. He wants to be here. He had 100 points. His cap hits only five something. You don't trade players like that. You can't trade Nuge unless he tells you he wants to be traded. Nuge isn't getting traded. Full stop. With that, we move into his player grade. The dude had 100 points this year, Liam. If he would have gotten 75, I would have been like, holy shit, what a year by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. If, he would have, if you would have told me at the start of the year he was going to be more than a point a game, I would have been like, damn, that is unbelievable. 100 points? 104 to be exact? You can call him a power play merchant all you want. I don't give a shit. That is unbelievable. A-plus for Nuge in the regular season. Yeah, he was... <sighs> outstanding <laughs> like it's it's kind of wild what he was able to do and like you said just beat every single projection that we all had for him and we're all pumped that he just signed here for eight more years last yeah. summer and then he comes out and does this like it, like even if next season he comes out and gets honestly 70 to 60 points i'll be pretty happy about it all to be honest like it's just what a season for the nuge and i i think the whole season everyone was just so pumped to see what he was able to yep. do 100% man. Ninth in NHL scoring. Unbelievable. What a year from Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And again, like if you want to sit there and be like, oh, power play points. Uh, he got too many points on the power play. I don't like it. He still finished the year with, where is Nuge? He was 50 or tied for 55th in even strength points this year. Here's the guys he would ties. He was tied with. Dylan Larkin, Chandler Stevenson, Vincent Trocek, and Evgeny Malkin. And yes, all of those guys played at least 80 games this year. Here are some players. He scored more five-on-five points than Nick Suzuki, Alex Barkov, Mark Shifley, Martin Natchez. There's a long list of guys that he scored more than this year. Bo Horvat just got $8 million, and Nuge outproduced him at even strength. This guy's legit. You can sit there and do the power play merchant bullshit. He disappears when the time. Okay, so now we got to get into when the time mattered most in the playoffs. He wasn't good. (laughs) No, he was not good at all. He'd probably be the first one to tell you that. A big reason why the Oilers did not win the Stanley Cup this year is because their support depth pieces did not show up when it mattered most. Ryan Nugent Hopkins did not have a good playoff run. He's lumped into the conversation with Kane, who we talked about the other day, with Hyman, who we talked about a while back in our player card series. One goal in 12 games is not good enough no. for the Nuge. He only had two points outside of power, outside of the power play. Not good enough. They needed more from Ryan Nugent Hopkins in the playoffs. They didn't get it. So the grade goes from A plus in the playoffs to D or in the regular season to D plus in the playoffs. I yeah, I think D plus is even kind of high, to be honest. I think he's I shouldn't say lucky, but like he had a couple of moments in there where he did have I think he had like a three point night one night, but it's like rang a couple of goalposts. Yeah, and like he was a bit bitten on occasions, but man, you gotta find a way. You gotta find a way. And unfortunately, news just just wasn't. And like you said, like the reason the others weren't able to progress was we can lay it on the goaltending all we want, but this team is built on offense and the offense half the time just didn't come if it wasn't like Clem Costin had more goals than Nuge. 
Yeah. yeah, I'm all at the same amount of goals as Nugent Hopkins. We're on about shipping him out this summer. So, yeah, I Nugent's got to be better. I think it's kind of been back-to-back playoffs now where he's been a little yeah, lackluster. Calgary, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I want to see more from him on a consistent basis in the postseason. Career playoffs, 10 goals in 49 games. You want more from mm-hmm. Nugent in the playoffs. But I'm not... Like, come on, people. Don't be dumb. Full no movement clause signed for the next seven years, 5.1 million bucks. Imagine, and again, I know he's getting older. He's 30, which is crazy to think that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is 30 years mm-hmm. old. But in three years, 5 million bucks is going to be 4% of the cap potentially. Yeah. They, Three and a half percent. It's not going to mean anything. Crazy. That's going to be what you pay third liners in a few years. It's going to be a $3 million contract. The Nugent. And Hyman deals are going to age good because of the cap. They will slowly slide down to being depth guys. For sure. By the end of those contracts, Hyman and Nuge will be your third liners. You'll have two good veterans on your third line and they'll actually be paid appropriately for those roles, which is crazy. Yeah. And the others will hopefully be in a, a better condition that they don't have to rely on those guys at that age too. Right. So yeah, I think that's an interesting point as well. Just the, where the money's going to go. Like you look at a guy like Sidney Crosby right now, but he's eight. What is he? He's 8.7. Right. And that is age like fine wine. Mm-hmm. Nude, you'll be the same. hundred percent. Let's wrap up the show today with our AMA travel trade machine, Liam. Mm. Uh, you plugged in the data today. <laughs> I did. And I, you won't tell me what the machine spit out. Well, I thought this one was okay. I I know when we do these trades, when, oh, sorry, whoever does these trades. Mm-hmm. The trade machine. The trade machine, yeah. Um, we move. We, we, move, we yeah. add some stuff to it here and there. But I think this is a decent start for this trade, Aaron, if you want to throw this one up. Although Aaron's reaction was like, what is this? My first reaction is not enough. Okay, I think yeah, that's got to be a pro- first. That's probably fair. That's probably fair to be a first. Boquist in a first makes a ton of sense for both sides. Right. Actually. All right. Take that back. Take your laugh back, Aaron. But I think Boquist is someone who Columbus don't need anymore. He's still very young. I think he's 22, mm-hmm. 23, whatever. Cap it fairly friendly. Winnipeg will want guys that can retool on the fly a little bit. I think, I think Col- if this trade was to happen, to benefit Columbus more, I think Columbus needs to see Hellebuck and Wheeler move. So the Jets have more picks, yeah. you know what I mean? In kind of that sense. So I think this would be a great pickup for the Columbus Blue Jackets in Shifley. The right side of Columbus's blue line next year. Damon Severson at the top. David Juracek's playing top four next year. You better believe it. So it goes mm. Severson, Juracek, Goodbranson, Peak, Boquist, Blankenberg, the list goes on in the minors. Not only, like I said, Juracek, high end prospect. Carson Kuhlman's a right shot. Yes. The left side of their blue line now. You got Zach Wierenski, Ivan Provorov, Gavin Bayreuther, Tim Bernie. I know those guys are minor pieces, but then in the minors, still coming up, Liam, you have Denton Matichuk. He's so good. He's so good. So, so good. Yeah. Columbus. I They're mean. loaded. They can do this trade. Boquist in a first for Shifley is such a win for them. And then you're looking at a top six. That's going to be Goudreau, Line, Shifley, mm-hmm. Leo Carlson once they take him, Kent Johnson, Cole Sillinger, Kirill Marchenko, Alex Tessier's back in the mix, Boone Jenner's in the mix, Jack Roslevic, Cam, actually not going to include him. But I just rattled off nine like good forwards yeah. or high-end prospects that are sliding into their lineup. They could be really good next year, and this move pushes them into that. Like I would call them a lock to make the playoffs if they make this trade. 
So people are saying they would say no to this trade. Let's just pretend the third round pick is a first round pick. If the third's a first, Winnipeg says yes. Because yes. then you're getting a young D-man to play behind Morrissey. Yep. Future piece, a guy that's going to play next year in the NHL and help you for the next decade kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get your first, what you want. Uh, another layer to this as well is Columbus don't have a second round pick for next year. So, and also they have two third round picks in 2024. So that's kind of why I threw the yeah. third in there. So I would imagine, yeah, maybe you throw a first round pick in there. Shifley would really help change this team. And him and Line, they have history together, of course, too. They do. We don't know if it's good history, but, but it's history. It's history. Maybe it'll be future. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Future history. Future history. Kind of like positive yeah. regression. Very similar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, Rory with a birdie putt. Here we go. Rory McIlroy with a birdie putt <laughs> on 10. It's got a Can little bit of a left to right break. And a Taylor. Nope. No. Stinks. Left it short. Should have gone to live. Rory looks good with that pink, though. He's got the hot pink Nike. He does look fly. It's not bad. I, had a, I wore a nice neon green shirt when I went to golf the other day. I'm more of a dark color guy. As you can tell by like 90% of the shows we do, I'm wearing a black hoodie or a mm. black shirt. I, I go dark colors. I uh, I sometimes wear red. Like tiger. Like You're tiger. Yeah. Yeah. I, am. Yeah. I, got, I don't have many shows. Most of them are just crusaders, polos. Yeah. A good floral pl- print. I'll fuck with a good floral yeah. print. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, that is all. If you missed uh, the real life podcast yesterday, we had Mike Malott on. That was special. That was something. Go yeah. listen to the Real Life <laughs> Podcast if you want to hear an entertaining interview with a UFC fighter. That was a lot of fun. Um, but that's going to be a wrap on today's edition of the show. It's a Friday. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio coming to your ear holes later this afternoon. Make sure you hit up that wherever you get your podcast from. Shout out to Short for the Giant. We're going to have giant weekends, Liam. That's what we're going to have. Yep. Especially Sunday. AMA travel for the trade machine. You can save on everything. Hotels, car rentals, attraction tickets, all of it. Vacation packages. They got them pre-built. Shout out to AMA travel. Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Dialed into the US Open on my Betway account. That is a hell of a putt. Who is that one? Uh, English. Hey. Your boy. <laughs> Connor Halley, our guy. Look forward to hearing uh, what's next for Connor Halley in the Jason Greger show. And Star Mechanical as well. Shout out to everyone in the YouTube chat. Like button, subscribe button. Have a good weekend. We'll talk on Monday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.